Hey everybody, welcome. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. I know what that means. It means Derek is back. The man, the mish, the... Not the myth, but a mountain of manhood. A a compliment he usually bestows upon me, but this time I'm going to throw it right back at him. He's wearing a, a good hat that represents a lot of things that we're all proud of. So let's bring him on so he can lay down some truth. He can he can catch some checks and snap some necks on Uncle Tom Talks. Welcome, Derek. Careful with those. Careful with those. I'm about snapping necks and cashing checks. Actually, I just sold a computer. My daughter, for those who do not know, my daughter, Kayla, love my daughter more than anyone in the world. Oh, I love my daughter. Just an amazing human being. She graduated from college December 17th, so about a month ago, um, five weeks ago. Graduated in two and a half years, and she had a double major. One of her majors was graphic design, and she had to get this laptop with all this souped-up turbocharged just over the day, she had to run CAD on it and all kinds of stuff. Just needed a lot of horsepower. But now that she's graduated, she doesn't really need that thing anymore. So we got her another one, a more reasonable one. I put the old one on the internet for sale, and a guy just came by and bought it. And now I am going to buy me, I'm going straight to Costco and get me some of those Costco kettle chips with the Himalayan salt. Oh, my goodness. Heavyweight champ, you ever try those things? Those Costco potato chips that come in the great big huge bag? Yeah, try not to remind me. Dude, dude, they must. I won't stop. I can't do that. I can't do that to myself again, Derek. They must sprinkle crack cocaine in that bag. Those things. Oh, my goodness. Uncle Tom Talks, Tuesday, January 20-something or other, 25th. I am Derek Wilburn. I am the host of Uncle Tom Talks. We air live on the web two days a week, Tuesdays and four Thursdays at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. I host the show, occasionally have a guest or two, but one thing is consistent, and that is the production. The production of Uncle Tom Talks is handled each and every time by the defending Two-time heavyweight champion of the world. His name is Apollo Creed. Apollo who? (laughs) Today on Uncle Tom Talks, you see the title, Just Get Jabbed. I was at a rally. Maybe some of you were too. So there was a nationwide rally. The the mothership of the rally was in Washington, D.C. I didn't do a lot of checking on it, but there was tens of thousands of people. I I wouldn't... but doubt there was 50,000 people. Uh, there was a lot of people. And we had, then they had regional ones around the country. And I went, my wife and myself and my friend of mine, Dave, went to the rally on the Capitol steps here in Denver, the capital of the state of Colorado. And there was 2,000 people there. I mean, it, it was it was impressive for a Sunday afternoon in a liberal state. Um, it was it was an impressive turnout and got to listen to some speakers. Now, there are other people speakers when it comes to these jabs and injections. There are other people who are more knowledgeable than me. Needless to say, medical doctors, nurses, they had people speaking who uh, worked for United Airlines and all got their walking papers. Just some amazing stuff. 
But it really causes me to focus on the question that I think many, if not most people are asking, and that's simply this, what's really going on? And I don't pretend to have the answer, but I do know this. Liberals, for the most part, Democrat liberals, they are just bound and determined to see to it that you get injected. They get angry at those of us who have not been injected, which, by the way, stop saying vaccinated. Stop saying get the vaccine. Stop saying I've been vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. She's been vaccinated. He's vaccinated. Stop saying that. You've been injected, not vaccinated. Those are not the same thing. And we all are on social media and surfing the web. And the reporter who, within a week of getting injected, had a heart attack. And, and all that stuff is true and real. But what's really going on, and again, I don't pretend to have the answer to this question. We're just going to explore the question today on Uncle Tom Talks with some videos and pictures of things that have happened in this country. What's really going on? Is it nefarious? Yes, I think it is. Is there some demonic activity there? Yes, I think there is. If you're not a believer, maybe you don't you don't roll like that. But uh, I've read enough of the book to know that the day is coming that none could buy nor sell without being able to demonstrate the mark of the number of the beast. And some of that stuff's happening in the world. If you don't know it, you're not paying attention. Because it seems like a good idea, right? Just get a card, show it to demonstrate you've had your injections. Well, rather than show a card, why not have a little chip put right underneath your skin? And you can just scan the chip. I mean, it, it's, 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 all, it's, it's happening right in front of our very eyes. Whether you choose to see it or believe it or not is, of course, up to you. But the, what's happening in the country, in fact, heavyweight champ, um, can you put up, I sent you an image, I believe it's the thumbnail image we're going to use for this podcast, image number two. Yeah, okay, way to be on the job. Look at that. That is so powerful. So powerful. The federal government attempting to tell all who do contract work for it, as well as employers across the country telling people that if you do not get this medicine injected into your body, you cannot work here. Did you ever think you'd see the day? Th that, is, that is remarkable on the surface for so many reasons. If you don't get this injected into your body, you can't come to work here. Which, if this injection guaranteed you did not get the virus, might make some sense. It's still a violation of personal liberty, but at least it would make some sense to say, look, we want to keep our employers, our, our employees and customers, if it's a face-to-face -face environment, we want to keep them safe and protected. So if you get this injected into your body, you know you cannot contract the virus, let alone communicate it to anybody else. You have to get it to work here. But that's not the case. You know, if I, if I got, in the course of nine months, if I got three injections against smallpox and two boosters after each one of them, and then still got smallpox, I'd have some questions. But for some reason, when it comes to this corona mania, if you ask the same questions, why is it you can get an injection, get it boosted, 
get another injection, get it boosted, and get another injection, all in less than a year, and still contract the virus. If you ask that question, you are some sort of a radical maniac who needs to be shut down. You'll be banned on Twitter. You'll be banned on Facebook. You'll be shamed by every liberal that ever gets wind of the fact that you may have asked that very reasonable question, which leads me to ask the question, what's really going on here? Now, is there some nefarious overarching plot that all the liberals around the country are plugged into and a part of a desire to, to call the herd and reduce the population on the earth by 1.5 billion people in the next 20 years. And we're sliding into the population under the guise of this inoculation. I'm not, a, I'm not big on conspiracy because for, for a number of reasons, but one of the big reasons is the number of people it takes to successfully implement a conspiracy of this scale is unmanageable. It's the same reason I do not accept, I outright reject the 9-11 was an inside job conspiracy theorists. I just reject it out of hand. You simply cannot get that many people. The number of people that it would take in air traffic control, uh, in, in on the ground, setting up explosives inside of skyscrapers, detonating those explosives. I mean, the number of people that it would take to to keep, to maintain absolute positive 100% radio silence, to never a word about what they knew as it relates to the conspiracy to anybody for 20 years is simply impossible. You can't get three people to keep a secret for a week. You certainly can't get hundreds, if not thousands, involved in what it takes to implement something of that scale to be quiet about it for 20 years. Same thing with this, with this injection stuff. Now, is it possible that one or two or three individuals, Bill Gates comes to mind, may have such a nefarious motive? The earth is overpopulated and we've got to find a way to cull the herd without the herd knowing they're being culled. Yeah, that's possible. But I don't think that every Democrat or every liberal or everybody in the country who's shaming you for not wearing a mask or not having been injected are involved in that grand of a scheme. However, we do have huge segments of the population, some of whom are in elected office, who have bought hook, line, and sinker that you need to go out and get yourself injected with this goop. And if you don't, you're unpatriotic, you want to kill grandma, and all the other stuff that you hear. And we, the, the information I heard over the weekend was incredible. A friend of mine has a friend of his I never met the guy who just had a seizure. They go to hockey games together. They're at the CC hockey game, Colorado College. He just told me this story. Colorado College, hockey's big here in, in Colorado Springs. Colorado College is a major program, and they have season tickets. He's at the college, at the hockey game about two weeks ago, and his buddy goes into a full grand mal seizure. Full seizure. Hits the ground, foaming at the mouth, just uncontrollable, just terrifying, and and. The paramedics came and they, they got him out of there and he's okay. So my friend, Mike, 
calls this guy the next day, hey, you know, see how he's doing. And he's doing okay. He's recovered. Mike says, I never knew you had seizures. I never, when, when did this start? And he said, uh, I just, it turns out he just got the booster a week before the seizure. So Mike asked him, have you ever had any seizures before? He's had one other seizure back in July, a few days before he, after he got the initial injection. So he's had two injections. He's had two seizures. But he and his family are so sold-out left-wing liberals, they refuse to connect the dots. That's just a coincidence. The injections have nothing to do with it. And that's what most people who are in favor of these injections would tell you. It's got nothing to do with it. They will literally deny what they can see with their own eyes. So here's we're going to take a look at what's happening on two different fronts. First, just the outright lies we're being told. What is being lied? There's lying right to our face in order to get us to go and get these injections. They started off telling us you get the injection, you won't get the virus. Well, you get the injection, you might get the virus. Get another injection, another one, get it boosted, get it boosted, get it boosted. And then not only do they stop saying you won't get the virus if you do these things, they start, that changed into your symptoms won't. You won't require hospitalization, which became your symptoms will be more mild, which became, and on and on and on it goes. To the point where these people are so radical in their belief. There's a story on the UK Daily Mail. I didn't pull it up for the show. I should have. It's on my MeWe. If you're not on MeWe, that's where you find me on social media. There's a story in the UK Daily Mail about a man, I believe it's in Philadelphia. No, Boston. He's 31 years old. He has two young children. I just looked at the pictures. I'd say his kids look like they're probably seven and five. He's in the hospital. He needs a heart transplant. He will not survive. He cannot leave the hospital. Unless he gets a heart transplant, he will never leave the hospital. He will die there. He's on the heart transplant list. The Boston hospital he's in has taken him off the heart transplant list because he has refused to be injected. They literally have said, we're going to allow you to die and allow your children to be fatherless rather than put a new heart into you to save your life because you've made the decision not to be injected. How do you explain that? He's already in the hole. So it's not like they're saying we're not letting the uninjected into this facility. He's already there. He's there right now. The pictures of him laying in bed with the intubators and all that stuff. He's there. And they simply have made a ideological decision. If you don't want the injections in your body, fine, Buster. No new heart for you. And they're going to let him die. UKDailyMail.com. You can check it. It's there right now. But back to the evolution. The evolution of the lies that we've been told. I would like the two-time heavyweight champion of the world. He goes by Apollo Creed. I would like you to bring up cut number one, which I have labeled Evolution of the Jab. Listen to this. There's been over a 20 to 1 return. If you had put that money into an S&P 500 and reinvested the dividends, you'd come up with something like $17 billion, but you think it's $200 billion. Here, yeah. You're okay. You're not going to... 
you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmission. We need a new, new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, mm -hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent, death. A booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every, every adult to get a booster shot. Uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. And there you have it. So I'm not gonna get into Bill Gates and the whole financial angle. We all have seen the numbers that Pfizer and the rest of these companies, they're making billions and billions and billions of dollars. But did you see the evolution there? If you get the vaccination, you won't get the virus. If you get the vaccination and the booster, you won't get the virus. If you have the vaccination and the booster, you can't transmit the virus to other people. These are just lies. They weren't just operating off of the best information they had at the time. It's not like these press conferences and clips were, that you just watched. It's not like these were pulled from 2016. These are all the last year and a half or less. They were saying a year ago, get this, get this vaccine and you will not get the virus. You will not have to wear a mask. And then as people got the vaccine and still got sick and still needed hospitalization and still were told to wear masks, they just morphed the story. What is really going on? Now, you've got your thoughts on the answer to that question. I do as well. I will give you my thoughts on the answer to that question on a future Uncle Tom Talks. But for now, I want to stay on this side of the fence. How these people, and by these people, whenever I say these people on this show, you pretty much know I'm talking about liberals. But in this case, I am talking about liberals because it's all liberals that are pushing this agenda. You don't see conservatives saying, you know what? Put aside your right to personal choice and right to personal freedom. Go out and get this thing now. Okay, that's only liberals that are doing that because they're the ones that want to control other people's lives. But it's to the point now where 
they are so insistent that you get the injection. Which, by the way, one of the best memes that I've seen on the internet said, if your injection, they said vaccine, if your injection doesn't protect you, how do you expect my injection to protect you? Right? So if you've got this goop shot into your body and you can still get sick with this virus, how do you think me getting it shot into my body is going to help you keep from getting sick? That doesn't even make any sense. But where they're going with this thing, people in elected offices and, and from the president on down to the left side of the center line, has gotten it's gotten insane. And we're going to take a look right now at what happened just this week or last week in Virginia. Virginia is much like Colorado in that here in the last couple of elections, with the exception of the 2020 election or this school this election earlier this year, uh, last year, went wholesale Democrat, wholesale blue, right? Democrats took control of the state legislature. Democrats have the, the, the governor's office, wholesale blue. And uh, if the heavyweight champ would bring up the WND, the WEND website, there's a website I'm going to, I'm going to read you real quick and then show you what happened in the Virginia state legislature. So state Democrats block ivermectin treatments, kill public comment. There's the headline. Ivermectin and uh, hydroxychloroquine have been proven, have been shown to be effective, very effective in treating this virus. A bill in the Virginia state that would have allowed care providers to prescribe ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine was blocked by Democrats after they shut down a public comment session and ordered a and ordered state capitol police officers to remove citizens from the chamber. Who owns the chamber? Remove citizens from their own chamber. As the Democratic majority on the Senate Education and Health Committee moved to kill the Republican bill, Democratic Committee Chairwoman Senator Louise Lucas cut the remote feed of the Charlottesville of a Charlottesville radio host Rob Schilling as he expressed support for the legislation. So they just killed they just killed him mid-sentence. Uh, now I'm gonna scroll on down. Heavyweight champ, you can't keep up, that's okay. Um, you all can surf this website later. The sponsor of the bill. Republican State Senator Amanda Chase told National File that Democrats, quote, will legalize marijuana, but prohibit the, prohibit the use of intermectin and hydroxychloroquine for the treatment of COVID in, the right, in a right-to-try state like Virginia. If Virginians are going to be given the right to try marijuana, then give them the right to try life-saving ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. But the Democrats who control Virginia refused to do that. So here's what's happening in Virginia and other places. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin have been proven to be effective, particularly when administered early. But because Trump was behind hydro, well, I shouldn't say that's why. 
But the Democrats in Virginia killed a bill that would allow doctors to prescribe those medications to COVID patients who say, I want to give them a try. Could save my life. I'll take it. And they killed a bill to allow doctors to do that. Now, why would they would do that is a subject for much debate. But the manner in which they do it is what's really getting under my skin. So we live in a representative republic, or at least we're supposed to. And what's happened in our country, the true tragedy of what's happened in our country, is we have gone from a nation of representatives to a nation of rulers. These people have forgotten who they are and who they work for. So they were having a public comment session prior to this vote, which all state legislatures and do, where the public, where you and I can let our voices be heard before our representatives cast their vote on a given bill. And I'm going to give you the first two. This is cut three and then cut four, heavyweight champ. We're going to listen. Here is what actually happened. This is, I believe this is somebody, this is either from the closed circuit camera, the chamber, or somebody that just pulled out their cell phone and just had it running. I don't know which. But actual what happened in the Senate committee room where this bill was being heard last week. These cuts are only 10, 15 seconds long. Let's start with cut number three. All right. Uh, so you can hear me. Yes. Are you speaking in favor <clears throat> uh, or opposition? In favor of. I'm just trying to find I'm my sorry. Time. Your time is up. <laughs> my time is up. Yes, sir. I like those who are speaking in opposition. The five minutes was used by the first two speakers. Opposition, please. Are you speaking in favor or in opposition? In opposition. Your time's up. Click. We don't even want to hear from you. If you don't sing the tune that we want to hear and that we want the public to hear, don't even bother. Click. Cut four. Rob Schilling, please unmute and begin your testimony now. Yeah, do you hear me? We can hear you well. Fine. Thank you very much. It's time for medical freedom in Virginia. You need to allow doctors to do what they know how to do best and treat patients, get government and the medical establishment. Now, I don't know if the applause there was people applauding the three or four words he got in before they killed his mic or his phone line, or if it was people applauding that they killed him. But this man, you know, I've been to these to these hearings, and you typically get two or three minutes or whatever to speak your piece. They gave him, what, seven seconds? And mute. Don't want to hear that. What's really going on here? And then, as icing on the cake, Senator Lucas posted to her Twitter for the whole world. They're actually proud of the way they're handling things. We just need to shut these anti-vaxxers down. We don't even want to hear from them. They, they, don't, they shouldn't have a voice in the legislative process. If they don't agree with us, they should just be shut up. This is exactly how the left who want uh, LBGTQ plus sex ed 
put in the in the kindergarten curriculums, exact same way they roll. If you don't want it in kindergarten, you just need to shut up. We just need to not even hear from you. We just need this to be the way we want it to be. And if you don't like it, not my problem. So this is Senator Louise Lucas. She went back to her chamber and put this on Twitter. Cut number five. Hello, it's Louise again, and I came today just to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I thought I was going to say thank you for 25,000 followers on Twitter, but as it turns out, it's now 27,000 people. Thank you for following me and my colleagues. We are still energized, and as a matter of fact, you can see some of the bad legislation that we pushed back on today, and we have a couple of other bills here that we really don't like, and this is exactly what we intend to do with them. Put them in the trash can. So she takes a Republican bill, wads it up, throws it in the trash can, and tells the world this is exactly what we're going to do with legislation from the other side. We're just going to throw it away. Not even going to waste our time. Not even going to read it, let alone vote on it. This is, this is what Senator Lankford of Oklahoma, if you didn't see his speech January 11th on YouTube, you can find it. His speech on this in the Senate well concerning the Democrats' attempt to destroy the, the Senate filibuster rules. It's a masterpiece. And it's the exact same thing that he addressed. When we're in charge, you have no say. You don't deserve a say. You're not going to get a say. It's our way or the highway, show in and of itself. But to bring it back to these injections, why are these people so insistent on you having these medications put into their body to their own political detriment? I mean, Joe Biden's approval ratings are just, are, are he's marching himself into the swamp with this stuff. And if you don't believe it, our last cut is from Saturday's Face the Nation. Saturday on Face the Nation, uh, or Sunday, whatever day it airs, I don't watch it live, uh, but it's Sunday. Uh, they had a panel. They had, they had five or six Americans, r random people, just Joe and Susie Peoria. And they worked their way around this whole inject thing. And the responses from these people, no matter where they were in the spectrum, if you're a political strategist for the DNC, trying to figure out how to maintain your party's control come November, this should be very concerning. Because this top-down, one-size-fits-all, get the injection, or go straight to H-E double hockey pucks, you miserable little pukes is not resonating with the American people. And one of the reasons why, I believe, is because people are waking up to the truth, to the statistical truths of this virus. I mean, I've known for a long time, but now I think a lot of more people know that, look, you may contract the virus. And if you do, you may get sick. You may have very mild symptoms. You may have none, but you may get sick. But if you don't have comorbid co comorbidities, if you're like I am, I'm not in any high-risk groups. 
I don't have high blood pressure, hypertension. I'm not on blood pressure medications. I'm not diabetic. If you don't have other things going on, the chances of this virus killing you are very, very, very close to non-existent. You may get sick. You may be miserable for a week or whatever, but you'll get better. It's like having the flu. The whole idea, the, the way they sold this thing and continue to try and sell it is that if you get this, this is a death sentence. Well, people are starting to wake up to the facts. A, the children really don't get it at all. And if children do get it, it there's their morbidity rate is almost non-existent. This thing does not kill children for the most part. For the most part, they don't get it, let alone die from it. And in most age groups up and until the very elderly, unless you have other medical issues that complicate the thing, it's just not lethal. Now, that's not me short-selling it and saying it's unimportant or saying this virus isn't real. It is real. But this one-size-fits-all, I personally am not in a high-risk group. I eat very well. I exercise regularly. I take good care of myself. I am so loaded with antibodies, the chances of me contracting this virus are practically non-existent, let alone transmitting it to somebody else. So this one-size-fits-all that I should go out and get three injections and three boosters just doesn't make any sense for me, even if I had confidence in the injections themselves, which I don't. Many, if not most, of the inoculations that are available in the United States today that are FDA-approved went through 7 to 15 years of human trials. This thing was on the market in 11 months. So if you're on blood thinners, a lot of people are on blood thinners. If you're an insulin-dependent diabetic, or if you're on two or three other prescription meds, how do these injections interact with those other medications in your body? Have there been any long-term studies to determine the effect of introducing these injections into the body after five years, six years, 10 years, 15 years, how that's going to work? Well, no, there hasn't. Of course there hasn't because this injection, these injections haven't been on the market that long. Nobody knows. Yet they are cramming it down our throats to their own political detriment. And if you don't believe me, the heavyweight champion is going to roll cut number six. During the course of the pandemic, we've been listening to Americans through Zoom to get their thoughts on COVID, the economy, and how the government is handling it all. On Friday, we checked back in with six of them. Who feels like we are in a better place now than we were a year ago? Show of hands. Anyone? No one believes Anyone? we're in a better spot now. Unfortunately, I don't think that our public um, servants are actually they're kind of on a lag with the science i was not vaxxed had COVID. i didn't even know i had it i had the sniffles for two days and body aches and if i hadn't lost my sense of smell i wouldn't have known the difference it's clearly not um as horrible as perhaps it was described for some it has been and i'm very sorry for that but um for a lot of us who do take care of ourselves and everything and, and are younger we need to go in and live our lives and public science has not caught up with that yet how many people know someone who has died from COVID or been hospitalized with COVID? Two people. So, Mildred, you raised your hand there. Do you have a different perspective when you hear the descriptions of saying it? it's not that bad? I can't really right say there, I had to that it's not that. 
I do want to point this out before we continue. Listen carefully. By the way, I'm only doing the first half of this Face the Nation. I'm going to do the second half on Thursday because I switched to talking more about Biden and the economy than about COVID. But listen to this host, the host, uh, hostess, I don't know her name, on a face. Listen to her subtle attempts to protect the establishment. Okay, listen to the way she asks and frames her questions. She's clearly one of them. Roll it. I think it is bad. Um, I think this whole country is suffering from COVID fatigue at this point. Um, mm -hmm. Sure is. It has become um, confusing and depressing. Um, I'm an elderly person myself and um, a cancer survivor. And that's one of the reasons why I went ahead and took the vaccine and the booster. You originally told us a year or so ago that you you didn't want to be a guinea pig. You had concern about taking the vaccine. What changed your mind? Uh, a lot of my friends who had gone ahead and taken the vaccine, and I saw where they had done well. Um, and I want to be around. You know, there's never any guarantee, but I want to be around to see my grandkids. So... Why so don't you think, now do. that you have that tool in your disposal, why don't you think we're in a better place? Well, I don't know if we are in a better place as a country. We're, we're still very divided on this whole COVID thing. Go ahead, Joe. I was of the opinion that when people got vaccinated, they would let their guard down. They would go out and congregate. And I'm a football fan, and it makes my skin crawl when I watch the games and I see so many people together because that's exactly what it did. They got vaccinated, they thought we're fine. We can go out and do all the things we normally do. And that's the dangerous part. Now I'm unvaccinated, but I wouldn't dream of not wearing a mask. The things that I see going on in America, it makes my skin crawl because people think we're out of the woods and we're not. So when you hear President Biden say, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, Jill, do you feel like he's talking about you? Not at all. Not at all, because I work with someone who's vaccinated and has had the booster and they've had COVID three times. So I'm not buying <laughs> it. Jorge, you, you are nodding your head in full agreement with Jill. Oh, 100%. I think that's part of the problem that we've had is the misinformation. Actually, uh, studies have already shown that cloth masks are not effective at all. That's right. The quality no, of your mask, not, let me, your, let me, the quality not, of your mask matters a lot. The quality of the mask. And they didn't say that at first. They said, oh, just wear a mask and you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So I think when, when your leader is saying one thing and, and, and then it's not true, um, that begin, you begin to question that. People that don't want to get vaccinated have their own reasons. And I don't think it has anything to do with President Trump. And to your point, former President Trump has gotten vaccinated and boosted, he says. Um, so he has now endorsed it, but Chelsea jump in here. How are you feeling? Are you feeling more confident these days? No, not really. I'm still worried about getting sick. You know, I'm fully vaxxed. I got my booster. I wear my mask, why are you uh, but I agree. Like the messaging has been really confusing. Um, and I don't blame people at all who haven't gotten vaccinated because the story was the pandemic will be over. But the truth of the matter is people do still get sick even though they're vaccinated. So I think that things are just as bad as they were when the pandemic started. And Jorge, walking into the classroom, you were concerned as a teacher about getting exposed. 
I mean, do, do you feel like the safety guidelines for classrooms are clearly communicated? In Texas, we are. We don't wear masks. We don't, you don't have to get a vaccine. Get a vaccine if you want. It's, you take care of yourself. And, and that's how it should be. You have got to have your own personal convictions and you follow them. If you choose not to get vaccinated, then you're choosing to live with those consequences. The things that I've done thus far, it's protected me and I've not gotten sick. And if I do, that's something I have to live with. But just right now, I just feel like I have a choice and my choice is just to not do it. Biden and the Democrats are in a world of hurt. They're in a world of hurt. People are, first of all, it's hard to figure out what he's botched, what a bigger screw just screw up. The Afghanistan withdrawal, the, the handling of COVID. I mean, there's nothing going well. Inflation, fuel prices, whatever. I mean, it's all a mess. But this deal is turning on them. People, <laughs> you've got the vast majority of Americans all of a sudden saying the message in the Fetterman has not only been wrong, they've been lying to us. I got the vaccinations, I got the boosters, and I'm still worried about getting this, the virus. In which case, why did I get all those shots? Is what people who have gotten the shots are saying. And my guess would be most of the people who have gotten the shots are tending to be Democrat voters, let alone the people who are saying, I haven't gotten it and I'm not going to, who weren't going to vote for Biden come next time around, regardless, or vote for Democrats next time around. I don't think Biden will be on the ticket. But so the half of the country that was never going to vote Democrat anyway, still isn't. And the half of the country that was going to, a big percentage of them are saying, you people have hosed this up. And I got a bunch of people in my family, as well as me personally, with a bunch of goop cruising around in my veins. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it does. It hasn't protected me. I am still just as paranoid as ever about getting this virus because you lied right to my face. You came right into my living room and told me if I get these shots, I'll be safe. I'll be protected. I can go to football games. And then six months later, you told me that's not true. And I don't vote for liars. And so they're going to go for the, they're just going to stay home or they're going to vote the other way. They're in a world of trouble, a world of trouble. And it's not, it shouldn't, it's, it's, it's too bad that it's politically to the Republicans advantage. I don't, I don't want to see this. Nobody should want to see this, but this is horrible. This is just horrible. If I have to go someplace, uh, a, a basketball game or, or, or whatever, where they want me to sit there for two or three with a mask on, I'm not going. It's just not, I'm not going to sit there for two hours breathing my own CO2. It's just not going to happen. And more and more people are realizing we've been lied to. I'm going to take the other half of that on Thursday. We're going to break down the president's performance in more detail. But now we're down to the last 10 minutes of the show, which is dedicated to the Internet gaming sensation that is sweeping the, the globe, real fake headlines. So here we go with real fake headlines. If you've never played real fake, fake headlines, you're in for a treat. Here's the layout. It's very simple. 
I'm going to read four headlines, four headlines. Of these four headlines, one is fake. One, I just made it up. The other three actually came from somewhere on the World Wide Web. All you have to do is pick out the fake. That's it. If you think you know the fake, go to the chat. Wherever you're watching this from, you have some ability to communicate with my producer, Apollo Creed. Go to the chat and type in the number one, two, three, or four to cast your ballot for the headline you believe is the fake. Here we go with real fake headlines. Headline number one. Build Back Better plan would give the U.S. the highest average top personal income tax in the developed world. Build Back Better, if it were to be passed, which it will not, thank you, Senator Manchin, would give us the highest top personal in income tax in the entire developed world. Would that surpass these high tax you know, socialist republics, Sweden and France and what have you? Headline number two. Headline number two reads, murder of students during pandemic strains school's ability to cope. Okay, so, so are schools having difficulty, are students having difficulty coping because of all the murders that are happening? Headline number three, justices Sor and Gorsuch team up to slam NPR for fake news about masking. So on the Supreme Court, you've got the right and the left these days, just like everywhere else. On the right, Neil Gorsuch. On the far left, Sonia Sotomayor. But did those two get together and drop the hammer on NPR, National Public Radio, public radio that is far left-leaning that you pay over fake news stories they published about masking. And headline number four. The Seattle mayor, Mayor Harrell, to ban gas-powered cars from the city's congested Northeast Corridor by 2025. Okay, so the Seattle mayor, Harrell, Going to ban gas-powered cars from the Northeast Corridor. Now, of course, Seattle has no Northwest Corridor. Sits right on the Sound. Sits right on the ocean. There's nothing to the west of Seattle besides water. But in the Northeast, apparently there's a lot of cars milling around, and the air quality there is getting a little suspect, allegedly. There's your four headlines. Cast your ballots now. I'm going to give them to you one more time. Rapid fire. When you hear the one that you think is the fake, Type it into the chat. Here we go. Number one, Build Back Better plan would give the U.S. the highest average top personal income tax in the developed world. Headline number two, murder of students during pandemic strains school's ability to cope. Headline number three, Justices Sotomayor and Gorsuch team slam NPR for fake news about masking. And number four, Seattle Mayor Harrell 
to ban gas-powered cars from the city's congested northeast corridor by 2025. That's just a few years from now. Okay, one, two, three, or four. You've only got a few seconds. The defending two-time heavyweight champion of the world keeps his eye on the chat for me because I cannot see it from here. But through the wonder of technology, these headsets I have on, he can talk to me and tell me how the vote count is coming. We've got two for number two so far. Two for number two. And murder one for number four. Trend. Murder students during the pandemic they think is fake. And they think the Seattle mayor. One. Seattle mayor, you think the Seattle mayor is not going to ban gas-powered cars from a section of the city? One person thinks that. All right. One for one, one, one for number... four, two for two. Give it to me again. One for one, one for four, two for two. Okay. If you want to get your cast, your ballot, you've got another five, four, three, two. The balloting is locked. And if you didn't show an identification, your, your ballot doesn't count anyway. Please put up headline number one. The Build Back Better plan would give the U.S. the highest average top personal income tax in the developed world. Please put up image number seven. This is true. This is from the UK Daily Mail, frankly, one of my favorite news sites. Uh, the Daily Mail does a really good job, and they call it down the middle. They're, they're pretty fair and balanced. But if they get this thing through, which they will not, praise the Lord, in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of supply chains, in the middle of all this our economy, they want to give us the highest uh, in, the, in the developed world. Let's put up headline number two. We had some votes for two. Murder of students during pandemic strained schools' ability to cope. Image number eight was taken from the Chicago Sun-Times. I probably should have tipped you off to the fact that this came from Chicago. That was a pretty pertinent piece of information, but I didn't. But students are are feeling the strain and 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 schools are in chicago are feeling the strain trying to figure out how to cope with all the students that are being murdered that is an epic tragedy i mean that is a tragedy of such proportions it defies description headline number three justices sotomayor and gorsuch team up to slam npr for fake news Let's go with image number nine. This just happened. NPR made up. In fact, I'll, I'll read you what they made up in a couple minutes. NPR just made up a completely unverified quote. Where's Gorsuch's quote? Quote, reporting, well, on Wednesday, U.S. Supreme Court Justices Sonia Sotomayor and Neil Gorsuch released joint statement debunking previous reporting from the NPR 
alleging that Gorsuch refused to wear a mask despite worries from Sotomayor, who is diabetic. Quote, reporting that Justice Sotomayor asked Justice Gorsuch to wear a mask surprised us. It is false. While we, while we may sometimes disagree about the law, we are warm colleagues and friends. End quote. The joint statement reads, according to the SCOTUS blog. So these two came together and said NPR made it up. It's fake. Speaking of fake, put up headline number four. If you voted for number four, you are the big winner tonight, and uh, we don't have a prize tonight. The budget for the prizes that we've been giving out to the winners of Real Fake Headlines was, all, was, was for the rest of the month has been chewed up because we gave away three Ferraris to the winners last week. So you don't get a prize, but you do get the pride of knowing that I participated in Real Fake Headlines on Uncle Tom Talks, and I was a winner. And that winner is Missy. Uh, from Conservative Dash Daily. Missy, you're huge. You're huge. You're gigantic. You're the Hulk. You're the Incredible Hulk. Sorry you didn't get a Ferrari, Missy, but if you keep playing long enough, you will get one sooner or later. This has been Uncle Tom Talks, produced by Apollo Creed, the champion of the world, winner, Missy, off of Conservative-Daily.com. The producer of this show is going to tell you where to go, what to do, and who to text what to to help us get some love and some likes and to blow Uncle Tom Talks off, up, not off, to blow Uncle Tom Talks up, because I'm right here spitting my game and bringing the truth two days a week. Two, two, two days a week. Everybody, once again, this has been Uncle Tom Talks with Derek Wilburn. Text the word FREEDOM, that's F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517 so you get text alerts when Derek is going live. You can find Derek at Rumble, DLive, Twitch, and on conservative-daily.com, all at Uncle Tom Talks. You can also find him on Telegram, Uncle Tom Talks as well. He's going to be spitting some fire there. So, again, that's Uncle Tom Talks on Rumble D Live and Twitch. You can find him live there Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you next time. This has been Uncle Tom Talks. <laughs>